Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. I will not relax. I will not take it back. I will not walk my thoughts on this anywhere but forward. The Phoenix Suns showed you last night that they're going to the NBA Finals. To me, this is very simple. People on Twitter want to make it complicated. I've had a couple of people tweet me, tell me to calm down. It's one win. I will not calm down because it's not just the win. It's how they did it. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, the Suns win 105-91 over a bad team in Charlotte. Like, let's, I'm not going to twist that. Like, the, the Charlotte Hornets aren't good, Harry. But that doesn't matter to me. Why? I am all in on the way it looked. And let me give you one reason, Harry Douglas, why I believe in the Suns. Because in my mind, when you've seen failure from KD, it's never been because of his actions on the court. When you've seen KD not walk with the championship, it's never been because KD wasn't good enough. In fact, all we've ever seen wherever KD goes is he makes the most of whatever is around him and he maximizes it to championship ability. He almost got one in OKC. He got him in Golden State. And I'm never going to put the implosion of the Nets on KD squarely, especially not on his play on the court. So when somebody's only been successful everywhere he's gone, why am I suddenly going to think that he's not going to be successful here? The Suns are going to be the, the in the NBA Finals when this is all said and done. And I think it also speaks towards how easy it is for Kevin Durant to go to a team and jail instantly. And I think it's a compliment on this game, right? He can play any way that you want him to play on the offensive end and also the defensive end. You talk about facing up, facing the basket, mid-range game, shooting from the three, back to the basket, could bring the ball down the court. And we all remember the NBA Finals uh, up in Cleveland at Quicken Loans Arena because I was sitting in the arena at, at that time. KD came down in fast, in, on the fast break, and LeBron was, uh, you know, short of the three-point line. And KD pulled it up and was basically the dagger. He can do all these things. Wait, you were in the arena? Yeah, I was there. Me and my brother, man. Oh, man. We were there. That's a horrible we brag. Man. Floor, floor seats? seats, too. Floor, floor seats. seats? Yeah. Floor seats? In the, oh, man. Yeah. Man, floor can seats. I be an honorary Douglas brother the next time there's floor seats? Wait, 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 wait. Do I have to pay for the floor seats? I ain't paying for the floor seats. I ain't got I, that. We didn't pay for them either. Uh, ooh, I'm an honorary yeah. Douglas. That's what's happening now. Like, I mean, that's just, that's just yeah. living room. Why do you think I'm so excited? I get to work with Harry Douglas every day. Like, I need these perks in my life. Uh, but it's but it's a simple fact that, you know, Kevin Durant makes the, bas- the game of basketball so easy. And it, and it makes it easy to be his teammate because you don't have to be, you know, straining or be strenuous to – get him involved within the game. It was an effortless win for him, for his teammates. And I know it's a bad basketball team, but I don't care. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was watching to see what Charlotte put up. I was watching to see what the Suns put up. Now, Monica McNutt, a good buddy and one of our best friends, and uh, she doesn't agree with me at all. This is what she said on SportsCenter about whether or not she is sold. I need five games is what I've decided to see. Because continuity is real. you got to get on the court with guys, yeah. right? I do think that the relationship between Book, CP3, and Kevin Durant, as far as their Olympic team experience, will expedite this process. And we know that KD is a seamless basketball player. Give him an offense. Give him a chance to grasp the offense and his teammates' tendencies. Insert, you have buckets. Um, and so I'm not really concerned. I do think when, when I look at the West, the Nuggets, to me, are still the team you got to go get. But uh, I need five games. It won't take long. 
I, man, I don't know about that. Like, I, I keep hearing everybody tell me we're not respecting the Nuggets enough. No, I, I mean, I, I don't want to hear that. With Kevin Durant's on the Phoenix Suns, we do understand that the Phoenix Suns just went to the NBA Finals not too long ago, right? And they were up 2-0 on the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. They've added Kevin Durant. So I'm not – have the Nuggets been to the NBA Finals yet? No. Okay. Uh, look, Self-explanatory. And this is in part, for me at least – you know, again, I think what everybody has in their minds is the stink of what happened in Brooklyn, right? So people are like, well, it was terrible in Brooklyn, didn't work out. Well, I'm, again, just the basketball player, KD, I'm looking at KD saying, what else did you want him to do? Like, my guy did everything he could possibly do in that situation. I, I don't know what else you want from him. It was- and he was consistent while he was in Brooklyn. He was consistent and never let his team down. When he was available to play, he was out there giving everything. Two things can be true at once. Like, the Nets chapter can be a disaster. And also, I could not pin that on KD. Like, if you want to talk about whether or not the personalities meshed or whether or not he should have fought so hard for Kyrie or whatever those situations are. If you want to talk about the GM portion of this, sure, we can have that conversation. But if you want to talk about what it means this year, right now, for this team, if you're the Suns, you've got a player that has never, I mean, he's never gone somewhere around great teammates and not excelled. And now he's around Devin Booker. And he's around Chris Paul, and he's around DeAndre Ayton. I, I, I just I can't find a loss in this. Like uh, barring injury, I can't find a reason that the Suns don't get this done. Well, here's my thing, and I don't think it's going to take five games. But let's just say hypothetically it does. Right? They have Chicago next. They're not going to test the Suns like that. They have the Mavericks next. The Mavericks don't play no damn defense. Then they have Oklahoma City, who's fighting for their lives. But still, I'm going to choose the Suns. Now the game against Sacramento on March 11th. That one in the Golden State Warriors game on March 13th and then the Milwaukee Bucks on March 14th. Those three games, I would say those three games more so than any game that they have right now. That, that three-game stretch where you have the Sacramento Kings, the Golden State Warriors, and the Milwaukee Bucks back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back, that's when I really want to see how this team is going to be, but I'm already sold on them. You mean you, when you see the finals preview of Bucks versus Suns? Like, I, that's just, we're headed to Giannis <laughs> versus KD for my, for my mind. Now, one complication in all of this is that Steph might be back next week. Now, Clay averaging 26-8 in the last 18 games he's played without Curry. In 32 games with Curry, he's averaging 19-4. So, little adjustment there. Warriors 12-12 and in the 24 games that he's missed this season. But there's a nightmare scenario for the NBA, and that nightmare scenario is Suns versus Golden State because right now the Suns are the four seed, Golden State the five seed. If we ended up with Suns Golden State in that first round, that's a nightmare scenario for the league. They want that to go as late into the playoffs as possible. And I'll be honest, that's what I want to see in the Western Conference Finals. that The Suns versus the Golden State Warriors. And I think a lot of people thought there was a possibility that they would have got that last year. And we didn't get it. We got the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. And the reason why you want to avoid that if you're the Phoenix Suns, even if you do have Kevin Durant, I understand he's a human cheat code, but who was the one team that halted Kevin Durant from winning a championship? It was the Golden State Warriors when they were down. The Warriors were down in that series, and then the Warriors came back and won that series. And then Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. They went to three straight NBA Finals, winning two back-to-back, and then Kevin Durant got hurt uh, within that third one. But while Kevin Durant was in Brooklyn – who was winning the championship again? Yeah, I've, the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. It is a matchup nightmare, but it's the matchup we all want, right? Like, because what do we want? We want the drama. Like, I heard the not, morning, not not in the first round though, right? A hundred percent. We I, I heard this morning they were talking about why 
uh, we don't cover Giannis as much. And I think Jay Will made the point that he's just too likable. Like, we like guys that are, you know, controversial. And we like guys that are polarizing, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, I, we get all the drama we want. We love Real Housewives when it comes to welcome the NBA. To, welcome to the world in 2023. 100%. Like, the, again, there's a reason why, like, like I, I love Below Deck. Have you ever watched Below Deck, Harry? Yeah, no, you, I haven't. Oh, man, you, you got to watch Below Deck. It's on Bravo, right? And it's a, they follow like a super yacht through a course of a year. And every week it's a different group of guests that are on the super yacht. But you're really following the crew of the super yacht, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you never see guests come in and just be always pleasant and perfect and everybody's smiling and everybody's happy because that doesn't make for good TV. Nobody wants to see a bunch of rich people being served on a yacht in, in the Mediterranean and, and not like not have drama with it. We live in a world where even when we're seeing people at the highest moments of their life, we want the drama that comes with it as a society. The NBA has done a beautiful job of making drama as big as possible. So what we're going to try and do is find drama with the team in Phoenix that doesn't necessarily have a lot of it right now. Now that they've changed ownership groups, uh, there isn't some moment where you can turn around and say, well, this is what makes Phoenix polarizing. Until you insert one Kevin Durant. Now you have KD taking on Golden State. Now you have Real Housewives of Orange County taking on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Give me all of that juice in, in one in one box. Like, I need all of that. So what you're saying is, on March 13th, at Golden State, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN, the Warriors versus the Suns, that's what the people want to see? Oh, man. That's like you, me, watch party. We should Instagram live during that. Like, we should do some sort of like IG live during that game. I'm all I in know. on this. Like, uh, it, it, it's going to be can't miss because, frankly, every single time the Suns get on the floor, we're going to be looking for two things in my mind. What what does it look like, the eye test we talk about all the time in college football? What does it look like? And how are teams trying to adjust to take at least one of their strengths away? I don't know what the answer to that is going to be, but man, somebody's going to have to figure it out for everybody in this process because it is absolutely difficult right now to figure out, in my mind, it's difficult to find out how you're going to stop the number of ways that this team can beat you. We'll keep breaking it. Go ahead, Harry. And I'll say this, and and the, the funny thing about it is that if the Clippers can be consistent and be healthy, but they Paul George and then you have playoff uh, PG and Kawhi Leonard, they can do a little damage, but it's, it's a few ifs in there, though. Sure, like if all that happens. Like if I wake up tonight and I grow a foot, uh, that would make me six nine and a half. If I'm six <laughs> nine and a half, I like my odds on dunking on a seven foot rim. Let's go. Uh, if we're just gonna, you know, dream about ifs. Uh, one thing I'm certain of is that conference tournaments are coming up in college hoops. Which brings up a real question about one Louisville item we need to address. We'll get to it next with the Louisville Hall of Famer. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Don't look now. Just when you thought Louisville basketball couldn't get any worse, it did. Why are we talking about it? I'll explain. It's a Fitz and Harry takeover. Harry Douglas is sitting wearing a Louisville hoodie in Vegas right now. I'm Jason Fitz. We're taking over Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hit us up on Twitter at Jason Fitz at HDouglas83. Conference tournaments this weekend. College basketball season's heating up. That means the Wendy's Wooden Watch has begun. Go to ESPN.com, search Wooden Watch for the list of Wooden Award nominees to watch as this season rolls on. Detroit Mercy's Antoine Davis back in action tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus in the Horizon League quarterfinals as he chases Maravich's NCAA all-time career scoring record. Greenies brought to you by Wendy's. Two for six bucks, the best deal in fast food. And my daily reminder, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, Frosty, best thing you'll ever eat in your life. Like, it's just, miss me with everybody. Every other fast food uh, hamburger place can just sit down in the corner because Wendy's reigns supreme around here. Uh, very, very definitive on this. Louisville basketball is definitively bad. They're 4-26. and and Harry, you know what? I don't mean to doo-doo on you, uh, but a dog doo-dooed on the court. And there's no other way to say this. Louisville basketball's Frisbee dog, uh, you know, he, he said what he said. He, he just decided he would make a statement about the uh, team overall. He number two on the floor during the halftime show Tuesday in a Virginia Tech loss. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, just when you thought nothing else could go wrong with the basketball program at Louisville, mm-hmm. a dog takes a deuce. Huh? On the basketball court. One of the like, few two-pointers in that game for Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I hate I hate talking about my school. Those of you who don't know, I'm a Louisville alum. Um, I love everything. Louisville Hall Louisville. of Famer, thank you. Yeah, Louisville oh, Hall of Famer. Sorry, Louisville Hall of Famer. I was trying to be modest. I was trying to be humble, guys. You know, <laughs> But, you know, when things like this, the basketball season has has been terrible. Um, those guys are what four and twenty six on the year. Yep, four and twenty six yeah. on the year. Four and twenty six, not good. They have one guy, L. Ellis, right? He's a senior. One guy who's averaging double figures on the team. And we recently just heard Kenny Payne on senior night talk about how disappointed he was that guys came and played a basketball game, and the effort wasn't there, the mindset wasn't there, the urgency wasn't there. This is senior night. L. Ellis is a senior. This is senior night. But then to top it off, you know, we have a pup 
maybe a dog, but I'm gonna call it a pup. A pup. We have a we have a pup. Decides that he wants to poop on everybody. A pup poop by pooping on the court. Look, I, I first and foremost, I fault the trainer here. You know, like number one, you got to know when the dog needs the number two. Like you just got to make sure. Like there's got to be a timing in your mind. There's got to be a feeding in your mind. Like there's a whole process that goes into this. You can't risk. You can't risk a half uh, half court uh, mistake, right? You can't. The, the the optics here and frisbee dog doesn't deserve to be punished for this at all. But whoever handles frisbee dog, like, look, if I come home and for some reason Annabelle has decided, and this has not happened uh, since she was very little, but if I come home and Annabelle has gone to the bathroom in the house, the first thing I think is, man, I failed her. Like, I obviously didn't let her out when she needs to be let out because she knows better. Like she knows she's not going to go to the bathroom inside if I've done my job as a dog dad. Mm-hmm. So you know what, Fris- frisbee dogs uh, trainers need to. Uh, there needs to be some accountability. You need an accountability buddy here. Like you, you got to change your schedule. You got to change the way you're doing this. You got to walk like, and you know this. Like when you watch a dog start to walk and like the hind legs start to spread a little bit, you're like, uh oh, uh oh, right. So you know you got to see that coming. You know why? Why else? This is this is bad. Because the KFC Yum Center and where that's where Louisville basketball plays their ironic games, name, yeah. it's one of the best arenas in college basketball, and that's what this dog and I had and I had I, I can relate. I will I give relate. you credit. The Yum Center is great. We played it multiple times. I love the Yum Center. It is a very 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 nice arena. No, it's no, really quick story time for me. Oh yeah, go go go. We were playing the Colts, and it was Julio's rookie year. That's how I remember it was. It was. It was, I can't remember what year that was. How this, 13, is gonna, how this is going to get back 12. to a poop? I can't wait. Go ahead. And you know how like the dogs come around to check the luggage to make sure there's no drugs and stuff and, and luggages and bombs and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Well, the dog decided right before my locker that he wanted to take a poop right before my locker. And the equipment guys lost it. They were laughing at me so hard. But the worst part about it all is that they asked an old black man who was probably in his 90s to come clean up the damn poop. I was so upset. That I, I asked for the manager and everybody. I wanted to go. I wanted to the top. I wanted to go to the head of the snake. Wow. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's that's. I, I'm. You know. I'm. I'm a little surprised they they made him clean it up. But I will tell you. I feel you on the the dogs uh, that are sniffing dogs. Whatever police dogs. I was la- one of the last times I was in the airport. I was flying. I was in Baltimore, and they have the you know they were training a dog right. So the dog was going up and sniffing and sniffing and sniffing. But the dog kept coming up to me, and they they were doing a training where they'd hidden something the dog needed to find. The dog kept coming up to me, just laying on my feet. Dog kept coming up to me, laying on my feet, and they'd be like, "No, no, no, no." They're training. Finally, the trainers walked up and they're like, "I'm so sorry to ask, sir. Can you go to a different gate? This dog has obviously become obsessed with you." I'm like, "Sorry, I'm a dog whisperer. You know, I got that. I got that magic effect on the. They didn't." let me take Did that. you give the dog a kiss? Did you kiss the dog in the mouth? They wouldn't let me. I would have though. Oh man. Oh, like oh. nothing. Like Annabelle can come up and lick my face anytime. I will never Ooh. stop that. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. One thing also like well, you think I'm about to get weird. It's about to get weirder. Uh, Illinois player Matthew Mayer mispracticed because he drank six Monster Energy drinks also tying into the conference tournaments uh, this week and had caffeine poisoning. Uh, Illinois 10-8 and eight in the Big Ten this season. A lot, Big Ten basketball has been wildly inconsistent up and down this year. Illinois, uh, Matthew Mayer misses practice. This note went out to us, and I was like, eh. And I thought everybody shared the same sentiment, only to find out when we came in that you all think six Monster Energy drinks is a big deal. I don't really understand this. Like, I'll be honest, when I was touring with One Act in Country years ago, before I was with the band Perry, I was touring, and I, I remember saying to somebody, I was like, man, my, my tummy feels a little upset sometimes on the road. And uh, one, one of the people out there was like, well, what are you eating or drinking every day? And I was like, well, just, you know, I, I only really drink sugar-free Red Bull. 
And they're like, well, how many? And I was like, I don't know, whatever we get every day. We were getting a case. So I was drinking 12 sugar-free Red Bulls a day. Like, that's fine. I did that for Whoa. years. Whoa. For, for years, I was drinking 12 sugar-free Red Bulls a day, a couple of pots of coffee, and a couple hundred ounces of diet soda every day. Like, no, no sugar in any of it, but I'm taking that. And everybody's like, oh, the caffeine's going to hurt you. So one day, the, uh, a nutritionist came in at the time and was like, give up all the caffeine. Uh, clean it up. Drink water. Because I, I could go years and not drink a glass of water. So it was like, clean it up. So I gave up all the caffeine cold turkey never had a headache never felt weird like here we got it we got a d1 athlete out here with caffeine poisoning taking in child's play like there are days that i've done that before noon now my body's a shrine i'm a temple at this point did you say nude before noon Noon. oh i I mean say whoa well i mean that's exclusive six monster energy drinks and nude i mean if i'm in my own house if it's just me running around well if you're drinking 12 a damn day at some point you're probably jacked up to where you're taking all your clothes off i wish caffeine affected me that way i genuinely drink all this stuff because i like it like, I love coffee, so I just want to drink guys' coffee all day. Yesterday, I got a call. It's rare now. Again, um, body's a, a temple. I'm doing Orange Theory. I've lost a lot of weight. I'm taking care of myself. Yesterday, I was very tired, all right? So yesterday, during our show, Fitz and Harry, that comes on after this, I ordered caf- uh, uh, coffee from the Starbucks uh, uh, on, on site, right, in the calf. And I got it with two shots of espresso in it. I had two shots of espresso in my, cal- in my coffee, drank it, didn't feel any buzz. I, I wanted the caffeine to kick me. Didn't kick me. Wow. I, yeah. I, I mean, this come, but you're a professional athlete that's drinking Sprite at halftime of NFL games. So you're not yes. here to judge and, me. And not just halftime. Before the games, I would probably drink two before the game. I would probably drink two at halftime. And then as soon as we go in the locker room after the game, I need a Sprite right there waiting on me as well. I have a Sprite right now in my hand. He does. And I probably drink like three per show that I do. I mean, every day, like so many calories. Like I, uh, I'm no sitting, caffeine though. No uh, caffeine. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I'm I'm the opposite. I'm taking in all the caffeine, but I'm like, oh, I'm just just chemicals. No calories here. See, energy drinks hurt my stomach. Like if I drunk one Red Bull, and since pooping has been the theme when we started this segment, okay. I will be that's pooping like all day. Uh, how's Greeny going to feel when he listens back to this? Cam, you know Greeny as well as anybody. Bubba, you know Greeny as well. I do as... not know Greeny as well as anybody. I mean, Bubba no, but does. is he drink? Uh, Bubba, is he drinking a lot of caffeine? Is that, I mean, because Greeny's up there early in the morning. He probably drinks coffee. I would assume he drinks a lot of tea. Tea. Yeah. Oh, for it's for and it's honey, probably. Like with yeah. Hun- yes, yeah. with honey. A buddy of mine used to have the ginger. He does like well. coffee, but Greeny mainly drinks tea. A buddy of mine used to say coffee's like a punch in the face, and tea's like a warm hug. You know what Greeny really loves is soup. Love soup. I can't, I can't get into soup, soup every day for Big lunch. Soup guy. Yeah. I can't get into soup. Like I don't really like hot. What? Hot liquid uh, is not Whoa. my thing. Like I, I, know, say, I drink. I say that one. I drink iced coffee all year round. So you know when I drink coffee, you know before my Ninja iced coffee maker broke and and they absolutely jobbed me over. I used to drink several pots of uh, iced coffee from Ninja every day. Uh, no more. Uh, you Can know, I bring uh, you some soup? My grandmother makes the best homemade vegetable. Here's soup. Here's the thing though: like I, I eat a little soup and then all of a sudden I need to drink something cold because it's too hot. Am I like I don't want hot liquid? Can your grandma <laughs> make me cold soup? Yeah, when we put Who it in the refrigerator, soup and bring it to you cold. I mean, who wants hot soup? Most people who have soup. What? (laughs) They want it hot. What are you talking about right now? Who wants hot soup? So I love a little hot soup, but then if I have too much hot soup, immediately I need something cold to drink because my whole body gets hot. You want a nice chilled chicken noodle. Uh, Like, there's... Doesn't even sound right. It doesn't sound right when you say it that way. All right, uh, maybe I should just avoid soup altogether. Bubba, where are you on the energy drink consumption? I don't. I don't drink them very. I, I like soda. I just like plain soda. I can drink soda all day. I try What's not to drink. Bubba? Uh, you like Mountain Dew? Yeah, I'm a big Mountain Dew guy. Uh, but I just like regular Coke too. The drink. Yeah. I like that you clarified that. So. Uh, but Do no, you I, drink a lot of water though. 
I do drink a lot of water too. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, I like to mix in water, but yeah, I, I, if if I am drinking any of the uh, energy drinks, I would probably just go regular Red Bull. I, I do I do like the taste of Red Bull; it's, it's uh, pretty good. I, but just give me a Mountain Dew, and I, I'm good. I'm happy. It is a weird thing. When I was a little kid, my mom used to like put the drink down for, with dinner, and I would just house it immediately. My mom used to yell at me for drinking my dinner. Air quotes. To this day, like I, I drink now because everybody tells me I have to drink water. Fine, you savages. Uh, I'm out here getting it. Like I drink seltzer water all the time. So like today, I've got this orange vanilla seltzer water. It's great. It's got nothing yeah, in it. Not it's just you said vanilla. you went several years without drinking water, though. Is that yeah, oh yeah, years. Yeah, years. <laughs> That's not possible. No, I, I just, I, I hate. Well, I, I actually, I'm, the same, I'm in the same boat. Oh I hate gosh. water. Like I. Professional athlete. I'm a professional athlete. Harry hates water too, right? Like, when, when's the last time Harry Douglas just sat down and was like, "Ooh, give me a bottle of water." Uh, I can't even tell you. Okay, yeah. What? See, I'm just saying. So now I'm drinking like a case of these seltzer waters a day. So we'll see what that does for my body. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. One eight hundred Progressive and Progressive. dot com. Coming up. How risky is it to trade up? to the top overall pick, and why should every team learn this lesson right now? Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that Grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, 
poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. According to Adam Schefter, the Bears are looking to move out of the number one pick. If I'm Bryce Young, right now I'm saying hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. As of right now, the Chicago Bears have the top overall pick in the draft. As we get more information from the scouting combine in Indianapolis this week, it becomes more and more apparent that by the time we get to the draft, that number one pick may belong to someone else. The question is, historically, is trading up worth it? It's a Fitz and Harry takeover of Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app channel, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, starting stronger, starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. A lot of people right now are in the zone when it comes to the top overall pick in the draft. But history shows you it's a risky proposition. Let's look back. Just in the recent history, 2016, the Rams traded up with the Titans. They selected Jared Goff. He obviously didn't win with uh, to the level that the Rams wanted him to with the Rams. In 2001, the Falcons traded up with the Chargers to get Michael Vick. In 97, the Rams traded up with the Jets to Orlando Pace. Now, that's just a few. And then the Bengals, Panthers, Kajana Carter back in 95. That You think about that. We're talking about how rare it is, Harry, to trade up to the number one overall pick. But even that is sort of an incomplete body of work if you think about Jared Goff. Michael Vick obviously had tremendous success, had some other things, but tremendous success. Orlando Pace, a Hall of Famer. Kajana Carter, total bust. So there isn't some proof of concept that trading up for the top overall pick is always worth it. And let's acknowledge this year the top overall pick is not as sure as, let's say, Joe Burrow was a few years ago. Well, I would say this. The Jared Goff situation worked out for the Rams in the regards that he was able to play for a Super Bowl before losing to the New England Patriots, I believe, right? Yeah, losing to... Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. You look at Michael Vick and how he transcended the game with his play outside of the off-the-field stuff, right? He, he did a great job of that. You, know, you, you, you go to Atlanta games right now, you still see Michael Vick jerseys in the stands. Trust no, me. Fair. I yeah. know. <laughs> then you look at Orlando play, uh, Pace. Orlando Pace wants a Super Bowl with, with the Rams, right? Yep. Hall of Famer, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. There's so no question about Orlando It Pace. worked out in those regards. And here's my thing, though, with teams right now. If you're not sitting in the number one spot, if you're not the Chicago Bears and you're thinking about moving up, if you think your quarterback is in this draft and you need to go up to go get him, you need to go up and get him. If you don't think he's in this draft or you need to move up to go get a guy, then you stay where you're at. It's that simple for me. Well, and that's a little bit like what we talked about yesterday. I think Raiders coach Josh McDaniels made it very clear that the team wants to get a quarterback, but they're not going to reach for a quarterback. The Bryce Young conversation is so simple. Like, I I don't think it's complicated at all. I sit down with Harry. We're running a team and ask you a simple question. Are you comfortable with this body frame? That's the question. Not his height, his weight. Are you comfortable with the body frame? If the answer is yes, then you do whatever it takes to go get Bryce Young because there are no other question marks for the young man. If the answer is no, then you got to be out. Like, there's no halfway on this. You're either in or out. I think this is the simplest evaluation of all of them. Yeah, and I would say Bryce Young, being able to watch him throughout this season and last season working with Countdown to College Game Day, 
the young man has some magic in his system now. He knows how to elude pressure. But when you can't elude it because guys are faster, they're bigger, they're stronger than the National Football League, will your body be able to withstand and hold up? Like we talk about Justin Fields all the time being tied to you know Bryce Young and the Bears before coming out and saying that they uh, they were going to shop not coming out and saying but we got the reports that they were shopping the pick right. Well, Justin Fields is what six three two twenty five. He can withstand the blows if you don't have the offensive line to protect your quarterback. I don't know if Bryce Young could do that. Those are my only question marks about Bryce Young. The only ones because what I witnessed on the football field the last two years is simply magic. I think here's the thing for me, everything about Bryce Young is great. And I also have to look at the fact that he took big hits from big players like Jalen Carter hit him, you know, and Jalen Carter is going to be in in some minds with everything else. uh, Obviously changing it. Jalen Carter uh, a a day ago was the number one prospect in this draft. According to many draft boards, boards, he hit Bryce Young, Bryce Young survived. So part of me wants to to credit the toughness of the young man. But you're also ready, uh, right, that at some point the hits are going to be different, right? You're really going to yeah. have to have a way to protect him at some point because you don't, like, I, I still think about the fact that when we, you and I, on Fitz and Harry had Field Yates on, Field said, I stood next to him at the Super Bowl and he's about my size. I don't want Field Yates as my quarterback. Like, uh, no offense, Field, you know I love you, but, like, that's that's not the frame of what we want. That being said, if you love what, Harry's like, no, I, you're. I, 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 no, I interviewed him for the Heisman. The year he won the Heisman, he sat down with me and Matt Chick and um, uh, Trevor Maddock. We sat there and interviewed him, and I was like, man, he, he's a lot smaller than I thought. But his intelligence and how well-rounded and well-put-together he was blew, blew, blew my mind. Like, he's, he's well beyond his years at the quarterback uh, position. Uh, that's the hard part about it. There is no other question. And, and that's what, again, makes it easy, maybe. Now, Chris Ballard, the Colts GM, uh, at his press conference, made it very clear what he would need to see in order to trade up from four to one. To move up, there's got to be a guy worthy of it. Everybody has just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to one to get it right. I, I don't know if I agree with that. That's going to be the narrative. And that's okay. Y'all got to write something. You got to keep the news flowing. I don't necessarily know if that's the, the right course of business. When we meet as a staff and we say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is the guy for the next 10 to 15 years and we think he's the right guy. Sure, we'll do it. But who's to say we won't get one at four? Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson, coach, GM, Chris Ballard, Lamar Jackson. Lamar's going to cost about the same that it would cost to move up to one, right? Like if if he's if he's non exclusive franchised, it's two first rounders. No, there's no way in my mind that you're going to get from four to one without giving up at least this year and next year and something else, like you know a set of cut cone knives or something. Like there's going to be something else thrown in there. It's not just going to be one extra pick to move up, right? So and and the reason why I say that the the Colts should try to trade for Lamar Jackson is because who just became their head coach and Shane Steichen. And what, he's able, what he was able to do within that offensive system with Jalen Hurts this past season. Lamar Jackson, his skill set, Lamar Jackson could throw the football. Uh, I want to stop that narrative. Lamar Jackson could throw the football, right? Surround him with some people. You got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Need to update the offensive line a little bit more. Or guys need to have that mindset that, hey, you know, we're, we're going to be the toughest group on the football field. Because Quentin Nelson didn't play up to his capabilities this past year. I watched a ton of his film. He just did it. But is that a one-off? Or is that really who he is? I think we got more body of work of who he truly is versus the one bad year.
100% agree. A year ago right now, the Colts' offensive line was regarded as one of the best, and they did not play well as a group or individually last year. I don't think that that performance necessarily repeats itself. Uh, what is interesting from Ballard's standpoint, too, of you know who's to say we can't get a guy at four, I guess it depends on how in love you are with one particular person. Like, if you are sitting there, and, and I'll go back, we were talking about energy drinks and sodas earlier. If you are a person that is adamantly uh, pro Coca Cola and anti Pepsi, like if you are absolutely look, I, like I love I love soda. I don't if I walk in and I've got one of those mega mix machines. I don't care if it's Coke. I don't care if it's Pepsi. I don't care if it's root beer. I should sit at four because it doesn't matter. I'm going to be happy with whatever I get. If I walk in and immediately I'm like, oh no 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 no, I only drink classic Coke. Well, if that's the case, you better move up to the front of the line and get it because you can't trust that everybody in front of you isn't going to take the only Coke. Like The part of Chris Ballard's statement here depends on their evaluation of one guy above everybody else. If they're all on even playing field, cool, stay at four. If they're not at even playing field, you are risking everything for your franchise for the next 15 years if you don't aggressively move up to get the one guy that you absolutely prioritize. And here's the thing for me. When I look at the Colts, and we talked about Shane Steichen now being the head coach, and I'm assuming the offensive system that he ran with the Philadelphia Eagles is going to be copy and paste to the Colts. Should be right. Yeah. You look at the quarterbacks in this at the top of this draft. Anthony Richardson fits that mold. Will Levis fits that mold. I would throw Bryce Young in there because I seen Bryce Young carve up a Georgia defense. Two years ago, they had a lot of guys go in the first round from a defensive perspective in the SEC championship game. I've seen that. Now, the one person I would say, if you're going to use quarterback runs that don't fit that mold, is C.J. Stroud because that's, that wasn't his strong suit in college. So you have three guys that I just named that fits the mold of the offense, and then you have the one in C.J. Stroud who doesn't. Unless he starts to understand it, you know, he needs to use his, utilize his legs more, in which we've seen in the semifinals game against the University of Georgia this past year. Well, which I think was such a huge statement for him, by the way. I mean, you think about... You and I were standing shoulder to shoulder. Well, I mean, really, your shoulders to my, you know, uh, my, my form. You're a little taller than I am. But we were standing shoulder to shoulder watching this all go down. And it was like, ah, man, that guy's about to make himself so much money. Because what we saw from C.J. Stroud was what we've all been waiting to see. Now, what we don't know, and we have no context on it, I think what C.J. Stroud's going to have to answer in every one of these interviews is, what were you being coached to do? Right, Because what we don't know is where the coach is telling them not to do that. Don't use your body. Go out there. Show the world that you can throw. We have these great wide receivers. Don't put yourself at risk when you have great wide receivers. Utilize the strengths around you. Be a smart quarterback. If he was being coached on all that and not using his legs for that reason, that makes a lot of sense for Ohio State. If he's not using his legs because he's actually hesitant to use his legs, then every team should be concerned about that in a modern NFL. And I would say this, though. When I looked at the Michigan game this past season— that was one of the, the biggest takeaways for me because there were lanes for C.J. Stroud to run and gain a lot of yardage, but he wasn't doing it. He was just hanging in the pocket trying to deliver the football, and we all know how Michigan won that football game in decisive fashion. So that's why that was a headline for me going into the semifinals game against Georgia, but he went out there and showed that he is capable of doing that. Now, it's most to me, it's, it's instincts, though, Fitz. A coach shouldn't have to say, hey, this, this, uh, A, B, C, D. If you see a lane and it's there to run, you take it. Mm, it's not like you're sitting back there and you're, you're a statue at the quarterback position. 
Uh, speaking of quarterbacks and wide receivers, obviously Lamar Jackson never hesitant to use his Twitter platform. Well, neither is Rashad Bateman, the Ravens wide receiver. Uh, Eric DaCosta, the GM of the Ravens, made comments about the Ravens' bad luck drafting wide receivers. Rashad Bateman, about 10 minutes ago, tweeted this. I shall read it exactly. This is a quote. How about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take the heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. Oh, he done shook the table. Oh, my goodness. He done shook the table. I mean, he's telling you right there, and, and I think this is a fair part of the conversation. How many people in that locker room right now are saying, it's not me, it's not eight. It's the guys you've had, the incompetence in coaching is what you're hearing right there. And I love that he used, like, you know, the, the young people slang, capping. Yeah, lying. That, mean, that means lying. I mean, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the whole the, the fact that I just had to read tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. It, it made America uncomfortable. Oh, he didn't shook the table now. This is the new world that we're living in in the NFL. Players will let you know their opinions. By the way, you can help people in areas affected by the Turkey earthquake, including Turkey and Syria. Just visit redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. Players are not going to hold their tongues, and they've shown you that time and time again. And this offseason, we're seeing it even more. We'll keep it rolling. The best-looking host on ESPN Radio is going to be next, Fitz and Harry. That's us on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.